You're listening to All Over the Shop, my journey through the English language. So they've taken the English language, but they've looked at some of it and they thought, no, no, I think we need a little bit more explanation. Yeah, you guys made it so that people don't understand it. That's stupid. <laughs> That's not smart. We've made it better. In a form of gook of stentorian, sesquipedalian sentences that nobody can ever understand. Well, Ock, well, there's going to be a good wee bit of noise. N-O-I-C-E, noise. 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 Feel awful because they're speaking English, but I could not understand a single word. It was like the common one that you get stick over is the do be, they do be, he does be, and so on. Uh, good luck over there, but whatever you do, don't forget your accent, all right? Welcome to the sixth episode of All Over the Shop. I'm your host, Barbara Feeney. Yes, I know, it's been quite a while. Life took over. I was very busy um, working on some work where I get paid. So, I mean, you know, it became a bit of a priority. But that's not okay. But I'm back. And I know I didn't think I'd be saying this again. But yes, here I am in my bedroom in lockdown. Lockdown the third. What a life we live. But no better time to capture your attention than now. So welcome. How are ya? What's the crack? Well, cheers. There's just so many. That's right. Today, we're keeping it local with the greetings of Ireland. But first, as always, it's time for some feedback, some listener wisdom. I know it's been a while, so your memories may need to be refreshed a little bit, okay? That's fine. I needed to refresh my own memory. It's been that long. There's a couple of pieces of feedback, and they're not all related to the last episode, actually. But first, we will go to the last episode, and the theme was place names. So we talked about a lot of place names in Ireland, a couple in Australia, America. And I did have some of my very earnest listeners getting in touch to tell me about their run-ins or their misunderstandings or mispronunciations. One of my favourites was from a Dublin listener who was invited to a hen party and the hen party was in a town in Monaghan. We talked about this town in the last episode. Um, anyway, they were on their way there. So they pulled in in some Monaghan town and opened the window and asked the person on the side of the road for directions to Clonaise. That's right, Clonaise. They never lived that one down. But to be fair now, like, it's spelt C-L-O-N-E-S. If anything, you think it's clones. Next one, I had another Dublin listener who got in touch to say that I didn't talk about Athen Rye. And I think Athenry is an interesting one because you could look at it in two different ways. I mean, you can look at it in the way like broken down into Athen, like Athens, and then Rye, 
but there's no E for right. I don't know. Or I would imagine there's some people, some tourists who come to Ireland and they're on the train and they come to disembark and they see At Henry. Yeah? At Henry is a perfectly legitimate mispronunciation, I think. Okay? Yeah, go come come back to me. Let me know. We also talked in the last episode about that Southside suburb, which there's often a disagreement about what it's called. Is it Ranala or Ranala? And I mean, if there's one person to seek approval and find out the real name of the town from, it's the voice of the Lewis. And that actually happens to be the mother of my friend. And her name is Darren Nivrian. Let's hear how she says it. Next stop, That's the dispute settled. It's called Ranala. I don't want to hear anyone else come at me. Okay? It's Ranala. Last bit of feedback. I want to bring you back to episode four when we talked about food. There's a lot of different issues in there. One of my, another Dublin listener, big, large Dublin listenership. I need to expand. But listen, I'll take who I get. She got in touch and she told me, uh, well, she actually sent me a screenshot of a text message she sent her husband asking him to get a butternut squash in the supermarket. He is Australian. He returned to the house with the groceries and inside the bag, what he believed to be a butternut squash was a turnip. Yes, that's right, a turnip. I mean, I've never heard of anyone who has mistook a butternut squash for a turnip. It's a new one. Thank you to my Dublin listener for sharing that story and um, I think... Her husband has learned his lesson. He will never be buying a turnip again. Today, we're staying in Ireland. I pondered the way in which Irish people greet each other. And when I started to look deeper into it, I was like, my God, it's complicated. It is not straightforward. I mean, I'm not from anywhere else, so I don't know how complicated other people's greetings are but I imagine ours is quite unique it's not just a a matter of saying hey we're like salut ça va we're like how you going it is much deeper than that so come with me while I explore I mean on the surface you think ah it's easy You know, in Ireland, we're complex. We've got kind of lots of layers. You know, we don't like to do things in a straightforward way. And that's just, that's a lovely thing about us, I think. So for today's episode, it's more of a kind of a list episode. I'm not going to be delving into history, rather just pointing out the different ways in which we greet each other, because there are so many. So let's begin. The new age kind of stuff, we'd be saying, hey, hey girl, hey, how are you? Hi. But like, did you ever hear your parents saying, hey? Nah, let's let's just put hey in a box. Because hey is a bit like, meh, isn't it? It's not very us. And let's look at some of our other greetings. How are you? 
great that's a great greeting because it's kind of like hello and how are you in the same one how are you what's the crack any crack that's like a real universal one I think dangerous in other settings in other countries because when you're speaking people don't know you're talking about C or A-I-C and not C or A-C-K particularly in America I think but I feel like it's a it's a word of ours that has travelled. What's the crack? What's the crack? Like, it says a lot. Like, you know, what's going on? There you go. That's another one. What's going on? And you're not looking for someone to, like, explain in depth what's going on. You're just being like, what's going on? How she couldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't say it, but it's a good one, isn't it? How she couldn't. We need to as well address the basics. Like, hi, how are you? Now, when an Irish person says, hi, how are you? They don't actually mean, how are you, generally. Like, if I ever make a phone call at work to someone in America and I say, hi, how are you? An Irish person would just go, hey, like, they probably wouldn't answer you. I don't know. What do you think? An American would say, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Do we really mean, how are you, when we ask someone? You tell me. One of my favourites... How are things? How are things? How are things? Like, what a way to say hi to someone. And like, when I think about it, if you said that to someone who's not Irish, they'd probably be like, how are things? I don't know. Things is such a broad term. It encapsulates so much. How are things? They're fucking brilliant. Or at the moment, they're fucking shite. Um, what else? What's up? It's very American. But you do find people who say it. What's up? What's up? How do you do? Ah, I don't know how that got onto the list. That's very British. Like if we were like, how do you do? No, no one says that. This is a controversial one because you would often hear it when someone is trying to impersonate an Irish person in a Hollywood movie or on TV. And you hear this phrase and it really grinds my gears top of the morning to you does anyone any legitimate Irish person ever say that top of the morning to you I actually think it's quite offensive top of the morning to you seems to be a bit of a confusing one because there is evidence of it appearing in writing of an English man so I think it was perhaps falsely associated with Ireland and then I'm going to blame America I'm sorry I'm always ragging on America I do love America but you just have to listen to Lucky Charms TV ads to understand perhaps why top of the morning to you is associated with Ireland listen to this Okay, one of my other favourite greetings. Well. Well. So simple and so effective. I wouldn't use it, but my Waterford listener tells me that um, quite a few of her friends say it in Waterford. And just the emphasis. You don't just say well. Well. So good. Just to clarify, I've compiled this list from doing research on the internet. So 
if you think that I haven't included something or I'm wrong, you have to get in touch and I will include your feedback in episode seven. Okay, so the next few greetings heard in my South Dublin accent just don't carry the same meaning or have the same effect. So you just have to use your imagination because as a South Dubliner, if I said these, um, I'd probably just be like laughed at. But I'm going to tell you about them anyway. All right, boyo. Any ska? What's the story? All right, bud. How's the form? That's one of my favourites. What's the bars? I'm not familiar with that at all. So if someone wants to get in touch and tell me what's going on there, please do. Then I want to bring you into another area of not so much greetings, more probably farewells. We could probably do a whole episode on this, but there's a few words I just have to include because they'll be heard so often in sort of a an interaction. If you just, a bit of small talk. You often hear someone say cheers. And I mean, I love that in Ireland, cheers could mean thanks, goodbye, or simply what it's meant to mean cheers like slauncha I love that when you're you're often in a group and especially with lads and you'd be leaving and they say cheers or you're in a, a restaurant and someone brings over you a drink and say cheers I mean if you look at the definition of cheers it says expressing good wishes before drinking but I love that the way we use it it's so versatile good luck another very versatile phrase I mean, you can say good luck to someone if they're doing an exam or their driving test. But also, often, I think, again, I don't like to bring gender into this, but you'd often hear men in Ireland, if you're leaving, departing, and they'd say, good luck, good luck, good luck. And they don't mean good luck, like. I think this must come from Irish. Like when you'd say, good night, Ryan Boherlat. Like, may the road rise to meet you. That we're wishing someone luck on their journey. Good luck. I'd like to think it means that anyway. It's a lovely term. And another very Irish one when people are saying goodbye. God bless. Like you don't even think about it. Like you'd be meeting someone who's older. You're saying bye and they say God bless. They might say good luck and God bless together. That's a real good combo. Good luck. God bless. And then there's the real thing of an Irish person saying bye 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 real Irish mammy thing bye 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 okay and then a response a real good universal Irish response to when someone says how are you what's the story how's life ah sure listen sure what does that even mean sure listen we won't get into it ah sure listen a lot of it has to do with the context the way in which you roll your eyes or the expression on your face because it could mean ah sure listen aren't we blessed aren't we blessed to be here or ah sure listen aren't we living through an absolute shambles of a fucking pandemic another lovely lovely term that's it it's my Irish greetings and a couple of farewells in there as well and inevitably I've missed some because I am flawed like we all are. I don't know everything. So the beauty of this podcast is that the listeners will get in touch and tell me about their greetings or how I mispronounce them or misuse them or the origins of something. Tell me. I want to learn and that's what I'm here for. 
right, you heard it. Time for word of the podcast. So I have two today. I have two most episodes. Whatever I feel like, you know what I mean? The first is um, what I would consider to be a rather old-fashioned word. I would associate it with my dad um, or sort of if you're watching like an old movie, you might hear it. But I like to use it because it's very descriptive, but it actually has multiple meanings. And that word is dicky. Now, I mean, it works best usually with some sort of medical ailment. If I wasn't feeling great, I might say I have a dicky tummy. It's not just a lovely description. I have a bit of a dicky tummy. Or if you have a bit of a, a dicky knee. It's just, you know exactly what someone means. You know, they're not dying. They just have, just have a dicky tummy. Okay. But on further investigation of the dictionary, I discovered that there are many meanings for dicky. So it can also mean a woman's false blouse front worn to fill in the neck of a jacket or low cut dress. God, that must be pretty archaic. Why wouldn't you? Why would you want to fill in the front? You know, that's a lovely area to show off. Anyway, it can also be a man's false shirt front, especially one worn with full evening dress. Okay, an informal name for a donkey especially a male one. A folding outside seat at the rear of some early cars in the US and Canada, also called a rumble seat. And in India, an enclosed compartment of a car for holding luggage, usually at the rear. And then the term, the way in which I would use it, the meaning is in bad condition, shaky, unsteady or unreliable. I feel a bit dicky today. My next word is, I'm not going to go into the meanings of it, but just I love the use of this word in Ireland. And that is bits. It can be used in so many ways. I'm just nipping into town to get a few bits. What are you having for your dinner? Oh, we're just having a few bits, you know? I love having bits for my dinner. I think it's kind of like Irish tapas. A few bits. We'll have a bit of that and a bit of that. And we'll have a bit of cheese and then we might have a a few chicken wings and maybe a few spring rolls and a few chips, just a few bits. We're nipping into Dundrum to get a few bits. It's so Irish and I feel maybe it's because of Christmas, more talk about food and shopping. A lot of people have been talking about their bits. I mean, it can mean other things too, we won't go into that, but like, do you guys like using bits? I love that term. It's time for the final part of the show. The pronunciation peeve. I have a word disease now, so everything I hear, I analyse. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's the right way of pronouncing it, but I'm going to put it in my jotter and I will ask the people of the podcast. So there's been a couple playing on my mind recently, primarily this one. And a listener actually suggested it for this segment. So it's um, something that you'd buy probably in like a chocolate or a sweet shop. And that is praline. Or is it praline? Or is it praline? Pra, pro, prey. So confusing. Which one is it? I say praline. I feel like that's just the way, the Irish way of saying it. But in the past number of weeks, I've heard 
a number of different people saying praline and proline. So please help me. Please help me tell my friends that it is praline. The second word I want to, I'm not actually asking how this is pronounced. I, it's more of a statement. Euro. It's not euros. It's euro. If I hear another ad on the radio or the TV with an English accent where they say euros, I'm like, no, no, you guys don't use the euro. And it was specifically created without a plural S because not every language in the eurozone pluralizes words with an S. So it's just euro, five euro, one euro, all the same. Okay, just want to settle that. My last pronunciation peeve, we have three today because I've been saving them up. I'm listening to Barack Obama's book at the moment. Lovely listen, he narrates it, which is delightful. But this word came up the other day and uh, it alarmed me. Is it leisure or leisure? Obama in the book says, I went for a leisurely walk. I'm like, ah, come on, Barack, it's leisure. Well, get in touch because maybe you think otherwise. And that brings me to the end of today's episode, episode seven. Thank you so much for listening, as always, for sticking with me. And most importantly, please get in touch with your peeves, with your pronunciations, with your feedback. Tell me about your Irish greetings. I want to hear them. I'll bring them. I'll be coming back with some feedback in the next episode in 2021. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.